Um, well, I'm not quite sure that my colleagues would want me to be honored with that title, particularly since outcomes research is uh, so unimportant, shall we say, in terms of the way the healthcare system continues to work. But in any case, let me say that my interest in outcomes research was, um, was uh, uh, initiated by the observations that practices differed so much among one community or the other. And we started these, uh, these, these, uh, this research in Vermont in the late 60s and early 70s, looking at the differences in utilization rates between uh, local communities such as Montpelier and Burlington and Hanover region and uh, saw striking differences in the frequency with which uh, everyday practice medicine was being performed. Particularly striking were some of the differences in surgical procedure rates. For example, the tonsillectomy rates uh, uh, in uh, Morrisville, Vermont were such that about 70% of children were getting their tonsils out by the time they were 12 years old or 15 years old. In neighboring Waterbury, which, where my kids were actually going to school, uh, the rate was about 20%. We lived right on the Stowe-Waterbury uh, boundary and, and you know you could see by going one direction that the kids looked the same as they did in the other direction. And as an epidemiologist, it didn't take me too long to, to really come down to the conclusion that the risk factor here was the local physicians having very different attitudes to how to treat tonsils. It wasn't that more tonsils were sicker in one region or the other. This led to a, a, an effort to actually feed information back to patients, uh, rather to, to, to physicians, to see if we could get some, some explanation of what was going on. Uh, and lo and behold, after a couple of years, we noticed a radical drop in the tonsillectomy rate in the Morrisville population. It actually became less and lower than it was in, 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 uh, in, in Waterbury. And uh, I, I, I learned subsequently that what had happened was the physicians there had become quite concerned about the differences that we were describing. They had set up a second opinion project, uh, had actually been able to codify uh, how tonsils should be treated uh, in a more or less uniform way, and uh, had seen the results plummet. That led us to another question, uh, well, if you have such a radical differences in, in uh, the way a common medical problem is treated, what are the outcome implications? So we undertook at that time uh, an effort to uh, convince the government that they should invest uh, in, in research that would uh, look at the natural history of untreated tonsils and would look at the uh, outcomes associated with uh, patients that were getting uh, the treatment. Uh, unfortunately, at that time, uh, there wasn't much interest in, in outcomes research, and so we never were able to complete that study. But I never lost that uh, curiosity and that interest, uh, and in uh, subsequent years, we were able to do similar studies looking at uh, variations in practices in Maine, uh, doing prospective for forward-looking clinical studies, and uh, did demonstrate that uh, through outcomes research one could really begin to uh, challenge conventional wisdom, could learn how to actually evaluate the different treatment theories that uh, physicians were practicing under, and lead to substantial changes in the way uh, medicine was practiced. The important uh, outcome of the work in Maine, which was associated originally on uh, prostate disease, was to see that uh, the choice of surgery versus watchful waiting, and here we're talking about surgery for benign prostatic hyper, uh, an enlarged prostate, not, not uh, uh, cancer, 
that what really was at stake there was the, the, a trade-off between uh, improved uh, uh, urinary tract function, people had less symptoms with surgery, but they also had impairment of sexual function uh, as a fairly significant risk. So the trade-off was really between two different aspects of the quality of life. And, and that uh, insight led us to uh, spend a lot of time over the years trying to figure out what was at stake in these high-stake kinds of surgical interventions uh, and ultimately led to uh, our strong emphasis on involving patients in decision-making.